they talk hurricanes on the line. We always looking for a QB to drop some dime. We talking to you with Sebastian Lane. Only scouting five star players to impact the game. The whole point is to make a run for the ship. Throwing bones, whether we at home or on a trip. What we want, blue chips. Or a beast in the middle of that defense to make a hit or flip. When they try to come through the eight gap without block, you can bet whoever got the rock face gets slapped. You know that you only bring in the fastest. Bonafide athletes that can catch it or pass it. Electrifying talent that can take you to the house. Coming for the top dogs on the coast and in the south. So if you think you know the game, get your talk on. And if you ain't riding with the canes, go on ahead and get your walk on. We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane. And scouting the recruits that can really bang. Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame. It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again. We talking about the game with Sebastian Lane. And scouting the recruits that can really bang. Players with stats to make the Hall of Fame. It's called a dynasty, watch it rise again. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Sebastian Lane with Dave and Rasta. Um, got another, you know, guest coming on here in a few minutes. Um, Zaire Addison out of Sumner, um, the Tampa area, 25 office alignment, um, which is what I know Dave's thrilled about. So I know he's excited to get into this combo. Um, we got a big game, regardless Miami of Ohio or not. We got a big game coming this week. Um, finally, season's here, so it's going to be interesting. Um, so we'll talk about that just a little bit. We do have a pre-game show dropping Friday morning. It will be a regular thing now with me and Dave doing it on Sebastian Lane. We'll do a pre-game show, you know, kind of getting into it that morning. Um, it will drop probably 8 a.m., somewhere around there. It's like normal times for us. So you guys want to listen to something, head into the game, you know, when you wake up eating breakfast, whatever. We're going to bring you a different different side of me and Dave. I know we're recruiting guys, but in the, the day, we love football. We love our game. So we're going to start doing that. Um, and we're going to talk games that week as well. Like, we'll obviously talk Miami, but we'll talk a few other big games that week and stuff like that. Um, so it should be fun, man. We're, we're kind of getting back into this fully. So it's been fun. We're glad to be back. And uh, we love talking to kids and, and bringing them on and kind of getting to know them a lot more. We'll have that, and then we'll kind of finish up with a few um, different topics. You know, we'll touch on, like, offensive line um, for the 24 class and then some of the guys that are on the team now. We got an insane class last year on O-line. So we'll have fun with that. We'll kind of, you know, see how everything is going with that. With that said, how you doing, man? What's going on? I'm doing good, doing good. Uh, finishing up the week, so that's always good, you know. Um Looking forward to that first game, man. You mentioned that, and uh, I mean, it's always, it's the biggest game we've played all season so far. You know, you look at it that way. But I could keep telling folks, man, if you're looking past week one, I know, I know week two, I know what's, I know what's sitting there. I get right. It. But if you're overlooking week one, you weren't paying attention last year. So, and y'all know what I'm talking about. So, uh, you know, let's go out. Uh, that's one obstacle that we need to overcome. It sounds simple, but it's something we've struggled with. We need to win the games that we should win, and we need to win those in in the right way, you know, in, in a big mm-hmm. fashion. We need to come out. I want to see us come out week one, you know, some things clicking, you know. I want to see some young guys getting some burn, you know, get some time, get some reps, things like that. You know, would love to see a big lead in that third quarter where we get some guys in. Uh, keep some dudes healthy and that sort of thing. So there's a lot at stake week one, man. I know it's Miami of Ohio, but we do not want to go down that road, I promise you. So 
you know, let's come out week one and handle business, man. Yeah, man. I mean, you can't go 15 and no unless you go one and no. So, there you go. There you, know, you go. And then, like you said, I mean, last year, man, we seen it, hand, like, you know, firsthand. Uh, Middle Tennessee State come out and they weren't afraid of us, you know. So, and, and I hope to see a lot of the younger guys, you know, get some burn and kind of get some playing time because it is game one, you yeah. know. But I would love to see Mark Fletcher and. Mm. And, yes. you know, guys I know that's going to see the field regardless this year, I would like to see them early, you know, yeah. so that way they feel comfortable yeah. going to the A&M game. So if their number's called, you know, they're ready. Right. Um, and I know Mark Fletcher and Ruben Bain and, you know, Francis and all those. I understand, bro. They've been in big games from high school. <laughs> up. That's I'm not saying that, but, you know, at the end of the day, college is a different beast. And for yes. them to get in, see the game speed and how physical and everything getting that you know a little bit in and, and i know i'm not saying miami of ohio saying them not saying it at all at the end of the end of the day they're a division one football team with division one talent and they, they would love they would love nothing more than to come to miami and that 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 miami of ohio that miami right mm-hmm. they would love nothing more than to walk Who's the real miami in. Bro, they would have nothing more than to come oh, down yeah. here. Week, week number one, right? Mm-hmm. And just kind of put a stop to all this, uh, you yeah. know, that we're trying to build and trying to get going. So, and we need it, man. You know, it's okay as a fan base, man. We can get greedy. We 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 need a win as fans, bro. A big yeah, win. Well, you know? so we we yeah. had a we had a rough season last year. Exactly. Uh, we've seen the improvements and we've seen the work and all the stuff being put in. We appreciate it. We do. But man, come on. Sure. Let's, let's get one, right? Let's get yeah. one. Let's go out and just let's, let's hang some points on that board and just do what we're supposed to do for a change. I don't want to be sitting here week one and third quarter. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. Well, come on. At all. Like nowhere near the edge of my seat. I, I don't want to do it. So it's just, I'm not even trying to be sitting. I'm trying to be laid back, drinking a cold one. Yeah. Just, just done. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So and, and um, the good thing is we don't have to wait to Saturday. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Friday night, yeah. you know. What I love is Florida plays Thursday night at Utah. They do, yep. You're right. You get to see, I'm pr- I hope, pray on everything I love, that they leave there not just with an L. They leave with an ass beat. Like, I'm talking about embarrassed to be, even be an SEC team. I want to see that. And then we go and play. Then you get a nice little slate on Saturday. And then Sunday night, LSU gets to put that that hammer down, and from you know, and I and I believe both teams. Remember, Utah lost, and LSU lost last year to both of those teams, yeah. and I'm pretty yeah. sure there's some, you know, Come, some, some bro, backlash they want to get back. Let's see that Thursday. Let's handle our business Friday. But come that Sunday game, uh, as a wise man used to say, "Go Tigers." Hey, hey come on. I don't ask for a lot, and I won't bother y'all no more. <laughs> come on. We need y'all for that nah, game. I need, I need LSU to win two games this year. I don't care about the rest. Yeah. You Florida State, you beat Florida. I don't care what else you do. You win Bro, those two games, I, I'm a fan forever. Care wouldn't, that, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be a weekend? A, oh, first, a, a weekend, man. A first week, real. I know there's some games coming up, you know, or whatever, or, yeah. or whatever, but they – that first real weekend of college ball, man, that would be sure. a fabulous weekend. 
You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, 100%. And I love Kane, it. I can't and wait. His, and his Canes fans, man, get that momentum, a little energy and stuff. And mm-hmm. then, we, then we can talk about week two, but we'll talk about week two when we're ready. You know? Oh, yeah, 100%. So, I'm excited, man. We about got football. Hey, that's awesome. Matter of fact, we just had, like, Saturday, week zero. So there's, there's some nice little games slated, you know. Um, so with that being said, you know, obviously football is finally here. It's exciting. It's Christmas, right? We're going to drop this at the, the that pregame at 8 a.m. because obviously – College game day drops at nine. If you're going to listen to that, and, I, and I'm with it, like I'm fine. It'll be an hour long show, kind of give you like a little preview to go and watch and da da da. Um, if there is anything that you guys want us to talk about, you know, for that game for Miami, Miami of Ohio game, or if there's a game or something you want us to talk about on, you know, Saturday or Sunday or whatever, inbox me or Dave. Or, or our shows page um, and let us know. We'll cover it. Um, and like I, like I tell you guys, if you don't and you're just now tuning in, go follow me and Dave on Twitter. Um, I'm Rasta Edits and Dave is underscore D Franklin. Or go follow the Sebastian Lane show page and, you know, we can answer questions on there. We can, you know, interact as well on there. It doesn't have to just be on here because we are now pre recorded show. Um, so we would like to get you guys interacting and stuff like that since we aren't live. Um, and also, if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button, smash the like button, um, comment underneath, you know, let us you know, know if there's anything you want us to do different. Um, I know somebody brought up the um, intro. They wanted it back, so we brought it back. Um, but if you don't and it's a little hard for you to watch YouTube, go subscribe to our um, podcast on all pl- platforms. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. I posted every link from odyssey to apple to spotify i post them all um so go check us out go subscribe we we, you know we want to hear from all you guys so please go check us out man on all major platforms um if you can't watch youtube if you want to watch youtube that's fine too but we just want to make sure everybody gets their opportunity so please go subscribe please go hit the like button um as we're waiting on our guests to get here so offensive line is a huge thing for Mario and uh, Mirabal. So I know this is, you know, a show that Dave loves because he likes trenches as well. Um, this is a 2025 guy, so yes, he is two years out. As a lot of you guys know we've started to focus on 2025. Even though, yes, 24 is here, it's still being recruited. We're going to have a whole another probably 10 commits. Um, we'll probably have some guys leave as well in the class. It happens every year. But this class ain't done. It's far from over. Um, but we just want to get you guys familiar with 25 class because as we seen last week, Malachi Tony, 2026 commits, joins Kasani Giles in the 26th class, currently is commit for Miami. We want to get you guys used to them because they are going to be a lot more committing over the next few, you know, months as that class is starting to kick in. So, um, so this is a 2025 guy, like I said, out of Sumner High in, um, the Tampa area. He's a little on the outskirts, but uh, he's six foot five, I think, 275 pounds, somewhere around there. Um, physical guy, kind of what um, Mario Mirabal like, mm-hmm. kind of athletic, you know, mm-hmm. guys that can mold. Physical guy. He, like, I literally watched the clip, and I can't wait because I'm gonna ask him. He pancaked the dude into the ground and literally looked like he just laid on, took a nap. 
I was dying laughing when I saw that. He, he may have. Yeah. Bro, I was crying when I seen that. Yeah. Um, so as we wait for him real quick, Dave, kind of explain to people listening, what it like why what intrigued you to because you're not an offensive line guy you're not you know big dude like that but what was it that made you fall in love with o-line or the trenches yeah. in general yeah the reason i fell in love with the trenches especially the o-line now, o-line dion both but mostly the o-line the reason bro that i like i fell in love with the trenches is because we need those trenches fixed so then maybe i can go back to being a wide receiver guy maybe i can go back to being a running back guy but i can't do that if we can't if we can't hold that line, I can't do that if that quarterback's laying on his backside. I can't do that if right. that running back's getting stuffed. I can't do that if the wide receiver's wide open and the quarterback can't you can't do any of that. Right. And and if in I guess uh, you know, as you get I'm gonna say older, because I'm about to be another year older in about a week or so. And you know, but as you get older and more mature and you see the game differently, right? You kind of start right. to realize those things and those little things they're not really little things. It's just unappreciated, and it's things that don't get talked about a lot. And, uh, you know, you finally, I finally realized, man, Miami's never – there's a lot of things that got to happen, a lot of things got to get fixed, but we're never going to get back to that stage until that old line is, is fixed and until those trenches are not just with your first five, but you got to have those guys to rotate in and out and depth and all that good stuff. And that, that's kind of why I picked up on it, man. I sort of realized that, started getting into it a little bit and just kind of fell in love with the whole process, the teachings, the coachings. There's a lot more, um, which is why I'm big on the young man that we're going to talk to tonight. You turn on a he's lot a, of – He's backstage. So whatever you – yeah, you ready? Uh, yeah, go ahead and let him listen to him. Let me hop him up a little bit. Let him, <laughs> let him okay, it's, we're all friends here. But that's why I kind of, you know – uh, was big on him it's more you turn a lot of film on with o-line and to me o-line is the hardest position group to grade right because if you're that size in high school you're probably gonna push folks around you see a lot of highlight tape they're just shoving dudes just shoving dudes right. he does this but he also understands leverage if you watch his film he uses his opponent's leverage to his advantage of us a lot so mirabal is big on that so i just think he would be a great fit so now that I've hyped him up, you can a little drum roll and go ahead and bring the young man on. I got you. Let's bring him on in. Do it. Do it. Do some What's good, bro? You can hear it? There he is. Hope y'all well. How y'all doing? I'm doing all right, man. Can't complain. For everybody that's watching, man, listening to, to the show, let them know who you are, where you're from, what position you play, what class you're in. Uh, my name's Zaire Addison, class of 2025, offensive tackle, defensive tackle, but my two positions at the offensive line standpoint. I'm from Sumner High School, representing my school down in the Temple Riverview area. I'm glad to be here. Four-star offensive tackle, 65270. Glad to be here. How y'all doing? Ah, oh, man. Glad to have you, man. We appreciate you coming on, giving us your time for a little bit. We want to keep you long, uh, kind of just get to know you so the fans can kind of get, get familiar with you as well. Um, so you're out of the Tampa area, you know, right on the outskirts, stuff like that. Um, play for uh, Sumner High School. Some may not know, you know, because smaller area, small school. You guys have some good talent that come out there. Not, not that rare. Um, so people don't know, you know, much about Sumner. Tell people what what is Sumner? Not not Sumner High, like Sumner, Florida. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about your city, man. So Sumner is located in Riverview. Riverview is probably 30 minutes away from Tampa. Uh, so Riverview, 
you know, the city, it, was, it been, so when I got here, it was six years ago, I got here, it was, it was still small, it wasn't really a lot of buildings now, so, but a lot of traffic, you know, it really expanded and built up, they built it up, it's just like a, it's really, to be honest, it's just like another Tampa, you know, it's with the traffic and stuff like that, a lot of people moved, a lot of people from Tampa moved down to the Riverview area, you know, it really expanded, we have a, and Riverview is another school that's going to be built soon, like how our school was, because our school was a four-year program. Uh, we found a lot of sets just in the four-year program. We, how many wins we had? Seven. I don't know. We had a lot of wins. We only had – we didn't lose that many games in uh, four years. And it's not – it's not only in, like, not only from – not only in Florida, but, like, there's not a lot of schools – general in in the US that really found a success in four year program like how we would how we, we do. Like we compete with schools that's in Tampa that have been around for fifty years. Like you, there's just not there's just not a not no school like that that's found success as early as we are. Yeah, and your area is loaded. Not just somewhere. I mean you got Venice right down the road, IMG, you know, as people yeah. I know they'll be there. Um, Sarasota Riverview, Sarasota High, um, that area, man. I mean, there's there's talent everywhere. Like you said, you guys are kind of a newer school. Um, so getting ready to go into your junior year um, this year, what are some goals that you have? Maybe, you know, getting better in the pass block, run block, or, you know, maybe the team making a run in the, in the playoffs. What's some goals you have for yourself moving forward this, this season? So I have all my goals down on my phone, but the key – but coming coming through the summer, my main goals were to get bigger, faster, and more explosive. I put on thirty these thirty pounds since last year, since I got my first offer last year. Um, I got more uh, more technical. I made sure I wanted to get more technical sound. I was really athletic last year, but I was really raw. You know what I'm saying? So I really was looking forward to getting up to working up to the next level, decreasing my pad level, working on getting more better leverage up front. And you know, just being a better offensive lineman overall. Yeah, I did track. I ran track. I ran a 200, 100 meter in track this year, and I also wrestled, which really made a massive strides in my game. Right. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you. You know, because there, like I was before you got on, some my, my guy here. I'm not an old line guy. He is, but I watched your film, and there's a play that I, I honestly fell out the chair laughing. You. It looked like you took a nap on the guy. You pancaked him and just laid on him, and it just looked like you went to sleep for a little while. <laughs> Walk me through that, man, because oh. me being a defense. Oh, hold on. You good? You hear me? Yeah, we good. We good. We good. Good. Me as a defender, as a defensive player, I'd be pissed. Like I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna leave the field. I'm gonna be belittled. That's because you're. That's because you're a DB guy. You'd be, exactly. you'd be crying. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I'd be, bro, I was dying laughing when I see that. What went through your mind, man? Or, you know, because I'm sure it's not the only time. What made you just go to sleep on this man? So it was the third quarter. I think this was against Newsom. And it was past pro, and I got a quick snatch. And I was going to get up, but then I I ain't really want to get up. So I just I just stood there laying on him. And he. He, I think this is like the third time I did it to him in the game. Like the first two couple times he was mad, but like the third time he was like, uh, "Freak it!" Like I'm just gonna lay on the ground, man. So 
Yeah, that's what happened. I think I think it was a big gain on that too. And I got up and it was like a big. I think it was like in a restaurant. I was like, oh. Well, he said, he, he said I ain't gonna say nothing, he's gonna do it again. I don't really do no talking on the field. If, if, if you say something to me, then I, I might say something, but I'm gonna let my game do the talking. That's how I, I just let my game do the talking. I, ain't, I don't really be doing that trash talking stuff like that. I feel you. So, you said earlier you've been in summer now like six years and stuff like that. Where are you originally from? Um, where did you, did you play somewhere else? Um, so I was in so Sumner is a school in Riverview is a city. So right. I was in Tampa for a couple I was in Tampa for a couple of years and then okay. I moved down here to Riverview and then once I got to high school I went to Sumner. Sumner wasn't when I when I got to Riverview, Sumner wasn't built yet. It was okay. in it was in construction and then by the time I got to high school, I first I went to Tampa Bay Tech in okay. my freshman year and then my sophomore year, I transferred to, here to Sumner, and gotcha. and God been continuing to bless me ever since. So, oh, I, I'm glad you brought that up because Temple Bay Tech has another guy in 2025 that I I love, and Miami is all over him and stuff like that. Dallas Wilson. What do you like? Have you seen him play? Like, I, I know you probably grew up with him playing. Like, what type? Because I know he's coming to Oregon, but what type of players he is he? You know. Tell me a little bit about him. So I really don't know too much about that. I don't really know him like that. I just know okay. of him, you know. Gotcha. So yeah, I just know. I just seen his game. I I just I seen he's really good. Yeah. Uh, he got some pretty good tape, of course. He's yeah. like one of the best players in the country in my class as well. But I don't really know him like that. But I just know he's good. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I got he's you. Saying. So your offer list is phenomenal already as a, a going into your junior year is there an offer that you don't currently have that you don't currently have that you know you may want um or you're just kind of like i got i don't really care I, like i got offers i'm just going to flow so it's like in, i'm like in the boat of a little bit of both like it'll be nice to have but you know i already it's a lot. Of, it's a lot. Of, I'm already blessed. I'm truly blessed to have all the offers that I have already. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not. I'm not an ungrateful person. Like, I'm. Just, I'm truly blessed just to be in this in the um in the process. I knew it was coming, but it's still a, a blessing to be in the in the process of getting recruited by all these colleges and stuff like that. So for me, if a school jump on board and they really recruit me, go after it. Cool. If they if they don't if they don't go after me, but they have interest in me, cool. If the schools I already, if the schools that I really like, all the schools I got right now, I'm blessed to be in the process I am right now. If I don't get, if I don't get no more offers, cool. I'm really, I'm blessed with all the offers I got right now. But um, the schools that I, I do, I'm looking forward to um, that that I want or that I know is coming is probably is is LSU, Clemson, Alabama. Those are schools that I know is coming for sure. It is probably yeah, yeah. we probably need to see a little bit more. More tape or more film, but you know, like I said, it's really if they don't come, if they do come cool, if they don't come cool. I'm I'm just blessed to be in the situation I am right now. Facts. I agree, bro. Um, so I got one more man, I'll pass it on my co-host, let him chop it up with you. So going into this junior year, I know it's you know already kind of starting and stuff like that. Is there a game on there that you have circled that you're looking forward to? You know, I know all of them for sure. We love being on the football field. So is there one game that you're like, bro, I want that more than more. anybody? Boy. Boy. <laughs> Have you did you play them last year? I played them last year that we yeah, it ain't go they ain't go too well. 
ain't gonna yeah. lie to you. But this year we play we play at home. Oh, okay. I'm looking forward to get that get back for sure. So did you did you go one on one with Booker or what did you I did. I did. I did go up against him. Uh he got he got the best of me last year. I'm not I'm not even gonna lie to you. He got the best of me, but he's a dog, you know, bro. I'm gonna make sure I get right on him this year. Yeah, I feel you, bro. Nah, he's a, he's a dog, man. Um, obviously he's a Miami legacy, so we know about him a lot. Um, yeah, man. I'm pass over my co-host, man. Let him chop it up with you, and he'll pass it back. Yes, sir. So you talk about your offer and your offer list. So we'll just keep that going just for a minute. I know back a week or so ago, you'd put a, a edit out or something. You had like around twenty offers, uh, something like that, I believe. And then you like obviously Miami. Uh, Oklahoma, Auburn, all the Florida schools, basically. Uh, I think you've got picked up Missouri since then. Did you get an offer from Vandy? Uh, no, sir. That's our quarterback uh, got okay. off from Vandy today. It is okay. offered. Okay, got you. Okay. Um, do you know, like, obviously what you want to do on the field, and we kind of get that. And I know you've got a long – got to wait before you have to kind of figure all this out. But do you know yet what you want to do as far as, like, your major in school and kind of what you want to pursue afterwards? Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to, uh, to going into the medical field once okay. I head to college. That's what I'm looking for. I already have it planned out. Okay. Okay. Good yes, deal. Good deal. Um, talk to us a little bit about your Miami offer, right? How did that come about? Is that a you know? Do you have relationships there? Was it just from seeing film? Is it from camps? Like, can you kind of take us through that conversation and what happened there? So, Maribel, uh, I'm pretty sure I built uh, interest um, up to that point. So, in the sometime in the summer after the workout, Maribel gave me a call. He uh, he said he really liked my film, how I like it was. I showed on tape, and he, he offered me a scholarship, and he was looking really. He kept pushing me to get out there to Miami to the um to the I believe it was a cookout and I got mm-hmm. out to the cookout you know build relationships watch some good film with him mm-hmm. got talked down talked down got down talked to him for a little bit took some pictures with my look my little cousin came down there with me too he he had to the ninth grade I wanted he always wanted to take some pictures do a photo shoot so I took him down with me it was overall I just had a great time okay cool um so you mentioned what you want to do your major and that sort of thing. Is there a particular type of, you know, offense that you're looking for? Is there a type of coordinator you're looking for, position coach? What are you looking for as far as a, a, just the program goes? Yeah, I mean, your phone broke up. The phone broke up at the end. What are you looking for as far as, like, a program goes? As far Are you looking for, like, a, a certain type of coordinator, a certain type of offense, a certain type of position coach? What do you want as far as the program goes? So I'm looking forward to, of course, winning a national championship, playing with a great quarterback. I'm looking forward to that for a coach that's going to develop me to be, that's going to get everything out of me, that's going to push me and develop me to be the best offensive line I could be so I could go to the next level, so I could do my own, so I could, you know, develop bigger, faster, and stronger, do everything I can, get more technical sound, and, you know, do, every, do everything I can to power to get up to, uh, to play to the highest level, and that's the NFL. Okay, good deal. And, uh, and also – also, whatever college I'm looking for, I want to go to, it, you know, it got to be my family fit as well. It's not just my fit, but my family okay. fit as well. Okay. My family is really big. It's really high on me. It's okay. really big for my recruiting process. Okay. Love that. So, just kind of talked about that. So, is it when you travel, when you go take these visits, who goes with you on all these visits? You mentioned a cousin, and now you're talking about your whole family. Like who, who goes with you on these visits? Who's, who's involved in your recruitment family? My mom, 
my mom, my dad, my baby sister always comes with me. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Love it. Um, you've got a long time. Your pro this process is going to play out, and your offer list is going to grow. We know this. It's going to continue to go. Uh, a lot of schools are going to come calling. We had a young man on last uh, a, a show a couple of uh, days ago, 25 recruit, but he's already made his decision or he's made his commitment already. Do you know when you're going to kind of decide? Are you going to play this out or is this something you want to get out of the way early or have you got that far along yet? So really, I, I don't think I really got that. Actually, I'm looking forward to come in sometime next year in June, June, that, that summer. I want to be locked in with a school before I head off to college. I'm looking forward to graduating early December of 2024. So, you know, so I can get all, learn all things, you know, get a, get a really a head start against everybody else. So, uh, okay. I mean, I'm really, I'm not rushing anything, you know, mm -hmm. I'm just going to let everything come. I'm just going to sit back and relax, do everything I can on the field and just enjoy the process and let everybody come. And then I'll probably narrow it down sometime, probably, probably that spring and then i'll make my decision sometime somewhere in june or july okay okay uh not something that i talk with a lot of offensive line guys but i want to ask you this do you have a 40 time yes sir i do what is it uh at bama last year i ran a 48 <laughs> and you're like 270 275 and you're out here running like 4840 so i was just curious about that because you mentioned defensive line and i seen a little bit a little bit of defensive line tape and like you're just you're so explosive uh, off that line and uh your speed closing speed all that what went what went into the change going pretty much full-time offensive line and that seems what your career is going to be and what what led to that decision so my freshman year i was the i was originally a defensive end and then and by the end of the year i played uh tight end at Tampa tech we went 14 that well they I'm sorry. They went 14 and one, and they went and we went. They went on the states, and I was on. I was doing doing everything I can to get on the field, and then they they needed an offensive tackle. But where I was training at, I was where I trained at the trench academy. I was getting D line work, but uh, the coach, the offensive line coach, was that's my guy now. His name Coach Ray. He was. He said, "Well, you know you." Know you off his tackle, right? I'm like, yeah. uh, as a defense line, you really, you really ain't trying to hear that. So, so, but I wanted, I really needed, I really wanted to get on the field. I wanted to do, I, I said I'll do anything I can to get on the field. So that spring, he, he said somebody, one of my coaches told me, you go, you gonna be a really good defense lineman. You gonna be a really good defense lineman, or you can be a first round pick offensive lineman. Mm. And he played in the league, so I was like, mm. and then it was my dad saw it, everybody else saw it, so I'm like, <laughs> let me. I made the transition, and then that summer I transferred and I went to the camp. I went to my first camp, first ever camp at Florida State. Uh, they really like how I left athletic I was, and they offered me out of camp. And then God, I, God blessed me ever since. And over the time, I fell in love with the position as well. So I know, oh. I, know I know my true position. No. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it was a good decision. I agree with you. So, yes, sir. Uh, last thing I want to talk to you about, and then I'll pass it back to my co-host, and he'll kind of wind things up with you. But uh, watching your film, obviously athletic, you got speed and that sort of thing. 
but then something that kind of caught my eye, and I'm sure Coach Mirabal has seen this because I know he kind of looks for this, but you seem to use leverage well. And I mentioned that at the beginning of the show. There's a, lot, there's a couple of clips where, you know, your opponent's coming in, and you literally kind of use his leverage against him. And I don't know if that's something that you've been coached to do, something you maybe you don't even realize you do it. I don't know. But is that a part of your game? Is that something you've been coached to do and something you kind of uh, try to perfect or, you know, kind of what's your game and your process as far as your training and development and so really, like uh, going back to what I said, uh, that's really just coming from my power level getting lower. You know, taking day leverage and just using against them. You know, low men always win. So I try to make sure I get my hat under theirs. And I know if I get my hat under theirs and get my hands where I need to be, I know where they're going. That's on their yeah. back or back ten, fifteen yards. So yeah. yes, sir. Yeah, good stuff, man. Hey, thank you so much. I'm going to pass it back to you, Ross. Don't let you finish up. Yeah, man. Before you get up out of here, um, we want you to shut yourself out. Let people know where to follow you on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you, uh, you know, kind of showing you, showcasing your recruitment. Um, shut yourself out, man. Let people know where to follow you. So um, everywhere on all social media, my name's the same. It's on the, it's on the bottom. Oh, uh, right, right. <laughs> it's right there. Zaire, Zaire underscore Addison on everything, on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. <laughs> uh, I think I got a thread too. I don't I don't really be on there too much, but you right. can find me on there as well. Zaire <laughs> underscore Addison, Z-I-Y-A-R-E underscore Addison, A-D-D-I-S-O-N. You can find me anywhere. You can find me sure, on Oh, I got the same username. I don't got no hashtags and <laughs> nothing too much. I just got my name. You know where to find me. Yes, I got you, bro. Hey, do you have? I'm sorry, I'm lied. I'm I have one more question. Do you have any plans to get back to Miami out during the season or anything? Check the game yes, out. Uh, yes, um, I'm planning to go to the Texas A&M game, and so mm-hmm. September, I'm I'm looking forward to coming back. Yes, sir. Okay, I got you, bro. Well, we appreciate your time, man. We appreciate you coming on. We will be following you this season. Uh, we will have you back on. You know, kind of see how everything's going, how your recruitment's taking off, and stuff like that. Um. So we definitely appreciate you, man. We'll be in touch for for sure as well. Um, if you ever need anything, feel free to reach out and use this for whatever you want as well. Um, but we definitely appreciate your time and coming on and blessing the uh, blessing the show with your presence, man. Yes, sir. No, I appreciate y'all for having me on here and just showing why I'm the best players. Why I'm one of the best players in the country, and it's pre- I'm really appreciated going through this process. I want to thank God and my family and all the coaches that helped me and my my grandparents as well. You know, I really appreciate everybody that helped me throughout this process. And I want to thank y'all for having me on the show and recognizing me as one of the best players in the country. I appreciate y'all once again. For sure, man. Anytime, man. Have a good night, bro. We'll be in touch with you. Yes, sir. Go Kings. Yes, sir. Kings. <laughs> yeah, have a good night, buddy. Yes, sir. You too. All right, man. So that's uh, 25, Sumner High School, um, offensive tackle, Zaire Addison. I mean. Hey. Hey. Kind of speaks for itself, you know. Bro, that man run the, got clocked at a four eight forty. He's like two hundred seventy five pounds, and I seen that when I was kind of digging around a little bit, and I was like, I've got to hear that from him. That's yeah, that's wild. And I mean, it's at a Bama camp, so yeah. I mean, I kind of yeah. believe it. You know, yeah. Bama ain't gonna put out no no BS. I mean, they recruit Ooh. some of the best offensive line in the, in the country. <clears throat> Yeah, so, he, I, I he, he's like, he, he's what you want, man, those trenches, man. You can do a good head on his shoulders, intelligent. You know what Bad. I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, 
yeah, he's he he's got he's got it. So yeah, we yeah. I'm, that's going to be interesting. I'm going to be I'm going to be following that pretty close. For sure. I mean, you know, he's coming. Another guy coming to the Texas A&M game. We're he's starting to see a trend here, aren't we? That A&M um, game is going to be whew. monstrous, monstrous, bro. I mean, that might be depending on how the season goes. Obviously, you know, you I know. Do, uh, uh, I know. Clemson at home. I know. A&M game might have one of the biggest visitors list there is. The so, visitors list and the because of when it happens in week two, the momentum that that could generate, you know what I'm saying? Because there's listen, there's no secret. We can talk about it. It's public. A lot of recruits are looking to see what we're going to do on the field this year. And that's you, exactly. And well, that's, yeah, that you want to see what we're going to do. Well, guess what happens in the second week? You got A&M. You got them at home. And, and they also know and understand that last year we beat ourselves. Yeah. You know, and it's the SEC team who's yeah. very highly respected. Jimbo Fisher's over there. You know, Texas A&M has some of the top classes every cycle. You know, some of the best players in the country every year. I mean, yeah. they're a well-respected team. Like, you know, I understand they had a bad year last year. They bring in a new um, coordinator. And I get it. That game is huge. That game sounds, sounds familiar, right? You think it's huge for us? It's huge for them. It's just huge on the on the recruiting landscape across the nation. Yeah. That right there. Because how many how many times have we seen, uh, you know, a top six or a top four list or top or whatever? And who's always on there with mm-hmm. us? You see that logo everywhere you look. So it's it's a big it's deal. It's a big. Listen to me saying. I said when we started, like we're not going to get into week two yet. And here I go. I'm already over. Right. There. I mean, I mean, it's, it's kind of it's hard not to. It is. It is. Like third or fourth show I think we've done. And we literally hear, I'll be there for the A&M game. Yeah. Yeah. And just out of curiosity, like that's really, I haven't seen it put out. I haven't seen them say it. I'm just asking to see, you know, and I'm kind of expecting, you know, well, you know, I don't know. I'm going to try to, but no, it's right off that. Yeah, I'm coming for Texas A&M. Yeah. And these are 25 dudes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that game has. It's, it's big for us at the end of the day. Yep. It's, it's, I agree. Uh, I agree. For us. Um, not only on the field, but in the recruiting side as, as well on the trail. So, as we do typically, you get an old line on. This is what your forte is. So, I'm going past the, well, the reins, right? So, looking at this class, 24 is not as glory like glamour prize as the yeah. 23 class was 25 class is going to be but looking at it there's there's a couple guys you know we have committed right now um and i understand what we did in 23 we'll talk about 23 and, and the room that we have currently we'll talk about that in a minute but this 24 class o-line recruiting what's your outlook what's your take what's your view what what like give me your your overview of this 24 office alarm class yeah i you, you need to to get excited about the one class right 24 you need to understand a lot you need to understand kind of what we're trying to do what we're building the tops of guys are going after you know i one thing that i say all the time is everybody wants a culture change until the culture starts to change and what I mean by that is that's not something that happens overnight and you go to bed tonight and it's one way you wake up tomorrow and everything's just magically fixed. It's a process and there's growing pains and 
it's tough, but you have to do it. If we would have addressed this 10 years ago, you know, we would be sitting pretty now. So anyway, we're going through it now. So you look at these 24 guys and very similar to some of these guys we've talked about. Uh, when you talk to them one-on-one, -on -one, you see the interviews, the way they talk, the way they carry themselves, the way their coaches talk about them, the way their peers talk about them. Uh, you know, they're not just talented guys, but they're, you know, they're very well-rounded. And these are dudes that, you know, listen, it, I'm not going to sit here and say that there's not guys like Papa Fua out there and guys like that. You know how I felt about that. But when you look at the guys that we've landed, these are dudes that don't just pop up on a screen somewhere. These guys have been sought after, found, evaluated, brought to campus, you know, interviewed, go through the film have them break down things and stuff like that. And then Coach Mirabal and Coach Cristobal, you know, realize, hey, these are dudes that we can develop and work with. They're coachable. And, right. you know, they're going to handle themselves the right way. So, man, I'm excited about it for those reasons because that's what right. you need on that online. And then once you get guys like that here and then you start to – and then we start to get some wins and then you start going after young – that dude right there is going to be, you know – an extremely high four star, not a five star by the time his class rolls around. So, you know, then you can look at that. But I love I love the guys we got the size of these dudes. You look at, you know, the guys like Juan Manaya and them and them cats, you know, that that man could walk into a college field right now and you'd think he was a junior. So um just that man, their their mentality, the way they handle themselves, but also their their skill set. You go and watch their film and every one of them you know, they obviously need some development and coaching, but they've got all those physical traits that you look for. And right. so, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited about the 24 class. And I think when you put those in with the guys that we got now, uh, you know, I love, I love our first five right now. And then you've got, you've got a couple guys for depth, but you got to have more of those depth pieces. And right. it's is what it is after this year. We're going to have some guys move on. Right. Uh, we've yep. got a couple guys, transfer guys, but, hey, they're one and done. They're going to be here, and if everything goes as planned, they're going to move on. So there's going to be opportunities. You're going to have to have these guys that can come in and be coached up the right way. So it's everything that Coach Mirabal looks for uh, is what these guys have. So, hey, if, it, if he's going to sign off on it, who am I, right? Yeah, and, I mean, you know, my thing is this is something we haven't had since, like, the early 2000s. Yeah. You don't – we have – multiple like five six offensive line coaches you know and i'm, I'm talking from mario crystal ball to alex mirabal to you know um ruben bay's brother um holbert but not Colbert, uh, regular Bain. Yeah, um yeah, yeah. i forgot his brother's name but he's a band as well and then you have grad assistant like dude i haven't seen that many o-line guys and i don't know how long which is huge because you got guys like mark fletcher chris johnson jr Obviously, Chris Wheatley Humphrey, you got Kevin Riley, you know, like that runabout room is stacked. And yeah. that's how we had a good old line, you know, whether people like it or not, was the best was Al Golden. You know, that's the last best old line class we've actually had, our team, our roster. But that was when Duke was running crazy, you know. Um, but then you turn around and, you know, you look at the 25 class, like how loaded it is. And what I like is it's loaded. In the state of Florida, you know, yes, you can go nationally. You can get some dollars out there. They're everywhere. But like Zaire Addison, who we just had on, he's right here in Florida. You have Solomon Thomas, who's right up in Jacksonville. 
who's one of like I think he's top five in the country as an offensive level lineman. You're finally this this 25 class is ridiculous. Like I've mentioned all the time, not even just O line, like whole class. Um, but then when you turn around and you look at what we just brought in, we brought in like five O linemen last cycle. Um, and obviously the you know the big obvious guys Francis and Samson for sure. You got Tommy Kinsler who's over there is like six six, mm. three hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah. You know, like when you look at you see guys like that, you know, we talk about how we haven't had depth in I don't know how long. And you're like, Oh, that's that's a guy that's like they're not even talking about right now because he just got a campus. You know, he wasn't here in the spring or I'm sorry, the um the winter when classes first started. You know, we're talking these dudes have been here. Wow! Now you get guys coming in like Tommy Kinsler, who just got here, played, you know, they went through fall and mat drills and stuff like that. Bro, we're talking about difference maker. Like the old line is, we went from a, I think we averaged like six three, two hundred ninety five pounds when the last two coaches were here. Bro, I don't think there's a guy under six four. Like I think six four might be the smallest, and that's our center, and he's like three hundred pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Completely yeah. different. We just look, we look really different. different. We look completely really different. And I, I was looking. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to be real. you was talking. I, I was on my phone because I, I wanted to look up. Because before I said this, I wanted to make sure I was right. So I just went back and double check. But when you talk about the development of stuff, and you know, why did I get into the O line, and what do we need? Probably because we haven't had O line an O lineman drafted since 2017. And Man. before that, it was like 2012. Yeah, and before that, yeah, there was like a five-year gap before that. You know, it's not like in 17 we had three guys. You know, it's it's just been – it's not there. And if you go back and look like since then, you go back and look at Georgia and Alabama's and Ohio State's and things like that. Oh, yeah. If you go back and look, bro, over the last several years, Georgia's had like, like you know, 16 O-linemen drafted. Bama's had 12, Ohio State – Eleven stuff like that. So it's just it, it's got to be there. You got to have it, and nothing else is going to happen. In Miami, you know, we we get we get the athletes, and you're going to have speed, and you're going to have guys, you know, with the hands and all that. But man, you got to have them dudes up front. And until you do that, it just you know it's tough. It's tough to make anything else go. And I think one of the biggest uh, the biggest tools this offensive line has is the defensive line recruiting. Because we know as Miami fans, it starts on Green Tree, right? And when you look at guys like, you know, Malgoa on the O line, or now you look at Ruben Bain on the D line, and you look at all these dudes coming in on the D line, you see Jason Taylor and, and all this coaching going on mm-hmm. over there. And once you start to get those battles, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk about iron sharpens iron, it doesn't hold more true than those two than those battles right there. So, you know, get that defensive line up too, man. Let's go to work. Yeah. And I mean, I can't disagree with anything you just said. I mean, when you talk about Francis and Ruben, who we talk, they talk about all the time, and then you look over, you got Samson going against Jaden Wayne. Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, it's, it's not like we're talking one or two guys. I mean, no, we're talking about dudes yeah. like, across the board. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, look, I mean, at, look at the size of just the dudes that we just mentioned. Like, we just ratted off four names, and just look, we talked about how we look. And look at the size of all them dudes. So, guys. And I, and I think that's the biggest thing is I know flow talks, you know, when we get off the bus, we look different. I understand. And yeah. I, I, that's, I, we get on a 
field and start playing you look different that's the biggest thing yes sir so you can go get you can go get a bunch of dudes and look different get off the bus my thing is how do you look on the field You're right that's what matters the most you know because i can go get a I don't know, a bunch of six foot six, three hundred fifty pound, you know, guys, and it don't matter that. But when you go and turn on the tape and you watch the development, you see these guys now putting it to action, and then the fact they're shining in the weight room, breaking records. You know, we've talked about that before. <laughs> that's a that's a difference. That yeah. that's some um, some next level. You know, and we're not talking about fifth year seniors finally, you know, beating all these. No, but also a true freshman. 18 years old, shattering records and, and doing what they're supposed to do. Yes, it, it's nice because, like, obviously you have a guy like Francis starting and stuff like that. But the fact that you got guys coming in who are now pushing a guy like Zion Nelson, Jalen Rivers, you know, like nobody's complacent anymore. Why? Because your spot can get took. James Williams, another, you know, just brought in all these guys. Now the talent level is there. And what I'm talking about, I'm not talking about just high school. We're talking portal too. You know, like, there's guys coming in all like all the time now. You know, they want to come in and they're buying in. Now you're talking schemes. You know, right. we can sit here and say, oh man, you can get a guy that's 6'6, 330 pounds. If he's in a um, pro style offense, it don't matter how athletic it, you know, he is. As long as he has, you know, good feet work and hands, he's all right. It's, it's a pro style. No, we're in a spread. You're talking five dudes wide, maybe maybe a quarterback in the backfield by himself. You got some athletic dudes out there on yeah. the line, you know. And you look at a guy like Davion Cohen, who <laughs> was all SEC, Matt Lee, who was all um, AAC. You know, you, you're talking about some guys that have respect across the nation, like the country. That's the difference. Yeah, I agree. Finding guys who have done this, proven it. And when you're sitting there and you have a young man like Francis sitting there and the guy next to him is all SEC, Javion Cohen, the guy leading the middle of that office, and Matt Lee. And I love Jakai. I have nothing bad to say about Jakai. I understand. Hart I, I get was it. a beast. I, I, get I, it. Never knock. I love Jakai. I understand. But Jakai kind of got phoned to the wolves. And he just didn't have the leadership around him that somebody like a Francis Malgoa will have. You know? And, and that's no knock on anybody we've had before. John Campbell, he goes to Tennessee and he's your starting, you know, left tackle. There's nobody saying we just didn't have the talent, but not every kid fits the same culture. You yeah. know, those are Manny Diaz's guys. That's Red Lashley's guys. Yeah. There's no knock. Those dudes can go to SMU and shine. You know, John Campbell's at Tennessee, which is a higher-powered offense. And that's not saying the talent hasn't been there. But just like anything else, you have something change, coaching change, you know, organization change, you know, leadership, da da da. Tends to come with a new culture, and that's your difference. You know, you got to find guys not only that buy into your culture, mm -hmm. but that fit your culture. Mm -hmm. You know, because and and I, we were in the you know Discord talking about this the other day in voice. Somebody said, and I and I respect it, and I agree with it. We it wasn't a talent issue. You know, it wasn't a talent of um, acquisition issue. It was to an extent on that massive level. You got to have a lot of talent acquisitions to be a great team. But we had talent across the whole team. Romelo Brinson had talent. That was there was no knock on that. You know, so but my thing is is 
you've got to fit into what Mario wants to do. You know, you got to believe in it. And if you don't, that's fine. You know, you were under a different regiment, uh, regime, and that regime is no longer there. And you, that's what you're used to. There's no problem yeah. with that. Now yeah. you can go find that same, something you you buy into and you believe because that's what you're used to. And I say now, Romelo S. Brinson probably at SMU balling this year. You know, John Campbell's gonna be at Tennessee, and he's gonna look. He's probably gonna go to. The, he's probably get drafted. Yeah. At the end of the day, Jalen Knight and another one. Yeah. It's not saying anybody don't have talent. I hate when people say that. All oh, we did have the talent. We had the talent. That wasn't an issue. Miami had talent on paper. We should be a nine-win team no matter what every year. Oh yeah, yeah. That, and, that, and that goes to show you, if it was solely based on talent, and that's what I, you know, was talking about earlier. If it was just this talent and athleticism and and all those good things, that's a lot of fun, right? That's fun to For talk sure. about. I want to get back to talking about that. That's why I want these damn trenches fixed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the fun stuff. That's when things are rolling and everybody's happy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, but that's what you got to get back to. And I love the point that you made about, you know, the competition kind of thing and the pushing each other. And all, because every time you talk about a position group, we talk about that. You get, you're seeing that with a linebacker group. You're seeing that with the offensive line. You're seeing that with the defensive line. You're seeing that with look at that running back, that running back room. You're starting right. to see right that competition within the program. And like I said, it starts on Green Tree. And when mm-hmm. we get back there, then we can start taking ring sizes again. But it's got to get back there. We're getting there. It's getting close. We're getting there. But uh, you know, we're we're headed the right direction for sure. But mm-hmm. again, that week one and then. Ooh, week two, baby. Man, it's going to be fun. Yeah, and, and you know, something that I want to I touch on real quick is everybody talks about, oh, we need this five-star. We need this five-star. Do we have this guy? Why not go to Portland and get this guy? Why? Like, there's so much talent we're not getting. We're not going after this guy. We're not even talking. And this isn't just a Mario thing. This is, I don't care who the coach is. This, this should be a big thing to any coaching staff across the country. When you look at a guy and you say, okay, he's got that talent. He, there's without a doubt he's a five-star, right? Let's just say that. But does he fit your, your culture? Does he fit in your locker room, right? That is a huge thing because when you have a five-star O-lineman like Francis, right, but then you go get another five-star offensive guard and they're side-by-side, side, they don't miss. They're not – they don't they're yeah. not close. They don't talk. They don't have any – you know, they're not – it doesn't fit, right? It don't matter what type of talent it is because they're not going to help each other. They're not going to understand what they should be doing, you know, and you feed off each other. You know, if you look across the board and you go look at any NFL team, Kansas City Chiefs, they're not loaded with all this talent. They, they have a quarterback who can get the ball out and feed it and make plays. Their defense isn't some elite stat. Bro, they got dudes everywhere. They, You know, they get seven-round draft picks. The, the New England Patriots, they had Tom Brady with Julian Edelman. That dude ain't Randy Moss. You know what I'm saying? But they understood the system. They right. meshed well. You know, you can go, bro, you can look at countless teams and be like, dude, that team's loaded. They don't make, they don't do squat because they don't mesh. That's a huge thing that nobody thinks about. Oh, man, I want that five star. I do too. Like, I would love him. But does he fit with Francis? Does he fit with Samson? You know, does he fit with Luke Nickel? You know, does he mesh with Ray Ray? 
those are things that the coaching staff has got to evaluate. You know, when you come on visits, that's why there is a chaperone, you know, that they go with. Ray Ray goes on OBs. You know, Francis goes on OBs. Like, if players that go out and, and chaperone, quote-unquote, these recruits, because you've got to understand that they mesh well. That's why there's huge recruiting weekends to see who meshes well. You know, there's not just one weekend. There's huge weekends, bro. There's multiple of them. Yep. You see, like, look at Justin um, Justin Scott. They brought him in with Aiden Breland. They brought him in with, with David Stone. They brought And they want to see what like who does he mesh well with. Because if, if I want David Stone, right, and that's my guy, I, that's my number one guy, I'm going after him, right? That's the Francis. And he doesn't mesh well with, with the Justin Scott. And I'm not saying this happened at all. I'm just using an example because they're both five-star and elite talent. But if they don't mesh well, why would I bring them in to be teammates and one will play side-by-side in the middle of that defense? That makes no sense, you know? You've got to get here and see, man, Popo and Bobby and Marcellius, dude, they, they Malik Bryant, they're all wonderful. Like, they're, they're brothers, you know, instantly. That's what you're looking for. You know, you and I'm not, not saying, you better not bring up that linebacker class. Don't start with me. I love it. You, you want to go back and we're going to redo the whole show. And I'm with it. I'm so excited, bro. I love, I'm so excited about that room. Oh, every time we bring that that group up, man, it's like the whole thing just. I I don't have time for that. Don't you, don't don't you do that to me tonight? We, all right, we, all right. I won't do it tonight. We will be on here all night long. Facts. That's a special group. That's a special. Well, well, it's about an hour in. Um, we will be back this week, pregame um, show. Remember, Friday morning this week, next week, next the AM game, it will be Saturday morning. Um, please go follow every YouTube, Spotify, Apple Pot, whatever you are on. Please go follow, subscribe, um, like, everything, comment, da da da, whatever it is across the board. Um, if you see it on Twitter, retweet it let everybody you know keep pushing it out for us um hit the like button on there as well we appreciate you guys as always tuning in chilling with me and dave um it's it's, it's interesting we're here um the show will pop on monday and you know we're not i mean we're days days away um we talk about single digits it's we're at the shorter end of that now Game. Um, yeah bro i can't wait i'm excited um but we appreciate you guys. Um, like I said, please go follow, subscribe, everything along the board. As always and forever, it's all about the youth.